Welcome to My Hometown Artist Podcast. We talk about showing up authentically on social media as an artist, creative, or right-brained entrepreneur, so you can do what you love. I'm your host, Hannah. I'm here to help you find self-growth, expand your work, and have more fun trying new things. We stay curious and focus on being solution-driven. Let's get to it. I'm so excited to talk today, though, and I was just obsessing over your page and looking at your work. Um, I've never seen like that level of large scale detail on like a surreal painting before. I, I feel like you have a super unique style and that's what drew me to, to ask you about this. Cause you have such a high level of, of knowledge about your craft, but you're also uh, performing excellently on social media, like to help you do what you want to do, which is hard to do. It's hard to have both those things coming together and make for that perfect moment when you can do what you want to do. So can you just to start us off, tell us your name and what you do? Yeah. So I'm Austin Howlett um, and I'm an oil painter, uh, specifically uh, surreal figurative oil painting. Um, yeah, and I do it professionally, and I love it. Nice. Yeah, I want everyone, at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you where you can check out Austin's work. Go check it out and scroll for a long time like I did, because they're beautiful. So, so awesome. And you were a Division three springboard diver, also an art major. So it sounds like you had a few different passions and interests when you were learning to do this. How did you know with all those things going on that you wanted to be an artist and pursue that? Yeah, that's that's such a great question. And I, I talk about this a lot um, when I can, uh, because, uh, you know, before I discovered my passion for art, I've always been a very athletic person. Uh, you know, and the physicality of painting and this craft, I think is very appealing to me for that reason. Um, but, uh, so I was always in sports growing up and, um, I was a gymnast and I went into springboard diving. And, um, so that's, uh, when I was looking at colleges, I, I, I was for a little while, I was looking sort of at the extreme routes where I was like, okay, I could either go into be a division one college athlete and, you know, really hone in on that and specialize in that, or I could go to art school and, you know, hone in on that. And, it, and so it, it felt like those were two very uh, extreme ends of the spectrum. And um, so for me, I was really lucky to find uh, Colorado college in Colorado Springs and uh, where I could do, you know, division three diving and where I could be competitive in that, but it didn't consume my whole life. Uh, and I could also uh, go into art and do, you know, be an art major and uh, follow that passion as well. So um, that worked out really nicely for me specifically in what I wanted to do. And I'm, I'm very lucky for that. Um, but um, yeah, so going into college, I actually wanted to be an art teacher for a little while. Uh, that was sort of my uh, drive going in. And so I was an art major and an education minor. Um, and so I did all the student teaching and stuff and, you know, was working in classrooms and, um, you know, and I enjoyed it, but uh, I think towards my senior year, I tried to push myself a little bit into graphic design. Um, 
which you know is a is a great field all in itself, in itself but it didn't quite work for me so um after doing like a graph design internship post college and um i you know me and my my wife uh you know girlfriend at the time we were we talked pretty you know significantly about if i could uh you know do art full time and see if that could work um and so luckily i was going to a lot of different uh, art shows in denver at the time and so I was actually able to uh, see and interact with working artists that, you know, lived in, in Colorado and, you know, did it full time. And so that was, that was just really awesome for me to see so that, to see if it was, you know, possible. So, um, mm. yeah, so that's kind of how it progressed. Yeah. I love to hear the story of how an artist got to be an artist. Cause when I talk to like some of my clients, they have this notion that it's, a straightforward path and you're just born you just wake up one day and you know how you're going to do it what you're going to do but hearing from from someone else saying no it, it was like a lot of choices and it was a path toward figuring out what you want to do that's really that's really inspiring i think to feel like you're a human so thanks for sharing i know that it's it's just so interesting to me how you have multiple interests but you pick one and i totally uh, relate to that because I've always had so many passions and picking one is so hard finding one that is aligned with what you want to do is hard I loved your your videos and the consistency of that you post on your page especially the you know the short form video that you post and I was wondering were you always uh, akin to liking social media or being active on it? How how do you approach it just in life? How do you feel about posting on social media? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so I think I got onto Instagram uh, my senior year of college when uh, a, a close friend of mine uh, was like, hey, you know, you should post your art on Instagram. And I think at that point I was kind of just doing sort of what everyone else did and posting like, you know, kind of sort of artsy photos of life, not really much of my artwork, to be honest. Um, but um, I always liked the idea of social media to connect with people. I mean, me, like most other people at sort of that time period in like the 2010s, 2015s was using Facebook a lot and using it to stay connected with, you know, like high school friends and college friends and stuff. But um, I think, uh I think sort of post-graduation and, you know, once I wanted to delve into my art a little bit more and do it professionally, um, I started, you know, posting my art on my Instagram and uh, sort of, you know, doing my best to play the game, you know, and I, I was like, oh, what are hashtags and figuring out how to use hashtags and um, just sort of the basics that, you know, friends and, you know, colleagues would tell me and stuff and um, kind of going from there. But um, to be honest, it, it's been a very slow growth up until recently. Um, I think, you know, in this past year in 2022, I think I was, you know, still in the sort of like 7,000 follower range and, and it took, you know, a long time to get to there. Um, and, um, you know, so I, I've been doing my best to sort of stay up to date with, uh, you know, what changes in, in Instagram and the algorithm and stuff. And I think what's, you know, worked more recently for me is, is the, the reels feature and, you know, actually doing video content and stuff. And, um, so I've been doing my best to, uh, 
you know, keep consistent with that. And, um, you know, it, it feels a little bit irritating at times, but, you know, film myself doing things, you know, just having sort of B-roll type footage on my phone that I can use. And, um, so yeah, that can be really helpful. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's only, it's only been recently that I have had a very big uptick in followers. And so it's, it's a little bit wild. That's really good to hear. That's probably going to comfort a lot of people. I feel like sometimes we get uh, so much anxiety about the amount of growth or it's it's working or quote unquote not working because we don't see like follower growth. That's how we gauge if it's working or not. But you, we have all heard it now from you. So many people are going to listen to this and be feeling a lot better about the fact that it does take time. Um, and I'm really glad that it's working for you because your, or your paintings are so beautiful and I love the, the videos you take of them. The, the style, just to describe it, since this is audio primarily, it's surreal figurative oil paintings that take a lot of time. looks like they take a lot of time. And it, it sounds like your main subjects are emotional vulnerability, self-discovery kind of reflection of that type. How did you decide that that was your subject matter? Did it take a while to find what your subject was? Yeah, such a good question. Yeah, so um, I think uh, in terms of like subject and concept, I think they sort of start to develop around the same time, uh, sort of, you know, uh, around like the, you know, 2016, 2017 time period out of college. Um, I would sort of discovered that my personal preference, I really loved figurative paintings and, you know, anything, you know, figurative sculptures, anything concerning uh, the human form and the human condition. I I was really drawn to, um, but I was I was pretty afraid to approach it because painting people is really difficult and there's a lot of technicality to it. Um, and so I actually sort of started uh, uh, with more abstract figures and sort of just playing around with, you know, different interpretations of the human form. And then sort of my natural tendency, you know, is a bit of a perfectionist. And so I think that grew into uh, wanting to paint, paint people as, you know, realistically as I could, but also in a sort of surreal dreamlike environment. So, um, in terms of, you know, the visual subject, that's, that's sort of how it developed. And, um, so sort of from abstraction to the human form and, um, and then the, the themes, you know, I think kind of grew out of my real life, which, um, you know, I've always heard is sort of the best way to develop your artistic, you know, concepts and themes. And I was always a little bit afraid of that because I was always like, oh, there's nothing interesting about my life. Like, you know, why would I, why would I do any sort of paintings or, you know, anything like that, that would talk about me and my life. But I started to realize that, um, yeah the people around me really influenced me, um, you know, family and close friends and stuff like that. And um, so I, I sort of discovered that there was this sort of concept of emotional vulnerability that I really admired in people around me. And I, I discovered that that was something that I was always looking from, for, for people. Um, and, um, you know, and I think that's a value that I, you know, uh, appreciate in myself. I'm not always great at it, but um, I try to be, you know, real, authentic, and you know, vulnerable with myself. And so, I think I discovered that was a pretty, uh, you know, significant theme with me and with you know how I build relationships with people. And so, um, 
and it was something that I could kind of endlessly talk about, you know, in visually with my work and then how I, you know, describe it when I'm, you know, uh, writing out descriptions for the pieces. And so, um, yeah, so I think once I discovered that it, um, you know, once I discovered visually how I wanted my work to work and then develop and, and then the concepts, I, I think those were such important things that really got me on this path to, you know, making work that's really significant for me and, you know, hopefully meaningful for other people as well. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I think that's sort of how it developed. But yeah, I, I, I think emotional vulnerability is, it's been something that's really been important to me throughout, uh, you know, the, the years of growing as an artist and throughout all my work and stuff. So um, yeah, I, it's, uh, you know, and I think it's something that can be, you know, uh, illustrated visually in a, in a really interesting way. Mm, I love that subject. There's a few subjects that when artists speak about them, it just hits me. And it's partially because I think about those things and they're a part of my own work and they're, they just feel kind of universal. They feel like we're all thinking about it and it's hard to get to the root of what that thing is. But emotional vulnerability is a really good word for that, for that journey of figuring yourself out and having connections that feel really genuine with other people. I feel like your paintings really illustrate that. I was looking at one where it was a like a, a woman figure laying uh, in a mountain landscape and she looks like she is resting or sleeping or tired. And I thought about that one when, when I thought about your theme, I thought that was a great word to, to relate to that, to that visual. And I feel like you hit it on the nail and I, I love it so much. I, I was also reading about how you've talked about a growth mindset with the things you do and how you approach your work. And I would, I would love to hear how you feel like you apply that to social media. Cause I feel like we get really, really caught up in, in doing a certain thing. And when it doesn't work, we, we say it's the platform's fault or our fault or whatever. And we don't, you know, address things to, to change. How do you feel like a growth mindset has helped you on social media? Yeah. And I, I, so I think the, the growth mindset in general really came sort of from my more athletic side in that, um, you know, with, you know, sports and specifically diving, I was always thinking about how I could improve myself, you know, each day and get better. And, you know, there was no, uh, you would never, you were never going to achieve perfection. You were always just going to try to get better. And so, um, I think what sort of in college, I started to make that mental connection. And so um, I started to look at the act of painting and the act of being creative as um, as a form of practice and, you know, a, as a way to, uh, you know, slowly grow and develop uh, the styles that I wanted to develop. Um, and so uh, I think that sort of resulted in social media with, um, sort of the, the posts, I do these sort of throwback posts where I'm, you know, comparing, you know, an old, uh, you know, an old piece that could be, you know, five to 10 or two years old to, you know, a, a newer piece that, you know, visually sort of look this, you know, similar that I can sort of compare either the skill level or the concepts behind it. Um, 
and so um, those have been fun for me to to sort of see, and I think other people enjoy seeing that as well. Um, because at this point, I, I think I've sort of done it in you know several layers now, where you know uh, you know several years ago I would do a throwback piece, and then you know the newer piece from that one I you know compare to now and stuff, and so you can sort of see you know the the growth and the shift in style and. Um, and so I think people, you know, enjoy seeing that and enjoy seeing how, um, you know, you personally are reflecting on, you know, your growth. And um, I think with, with artists, it's really hard for us to not compare uh, to each other. You know, like I, I think we, especially with social media, you can see everyone and everything. And so um, uh, we love to uh, sort of mentally compare ourselves uh, to other people's work. Um, and so I, I think I started doing that as just a way to sort of break that a little bit and look at how, you know, my work has improved and changed over the years. Um, and I think that's really helped me because sometimes I'll finish a piece and I'll be like, I honestly don't really know if I like that very much. And, you know, and I'll sit with it for a little bit. And then if, and then sometimes I'll, you know, compare it to an older piece. I'm like, oh, wow, like there has been some really great improvement, like, you know, no artwork is going to be perfect, but um, it can really bring it into perspective a little bit uh, and just so show that, you know, we're all people that are trying to grow and improve. And so it's, uh, it, it's okay to acknowledge that growth a little bit and then to show other people so that they can also acknowledge it themselves. Yeah, have have excitement and pride in your growth. I feel I feel that sometimes we look at old work and we feel a bit just uneasy about it. It doesn't look how we want it to look. So we ignore that it existed. We just continue forward and we don't think about it, but it's there to show you how much time and energy you've put into this, how much your time is, is contributing to that and how much it's worth all that growth you've done. And I, f I feel like everyone that's listening to this, please do that with your own work because your those habits matter. Those habits of how you have the inner, inner dialogue with yourself really, truly can make a difference. I also super relate to your origin of, of athletics to being where you learn that because I, I was not an athlete, but I got into weightlifting when I got um, older and I realized that I hadn't found uh, an athletic sport I enjoyed because I hadn't found that that growth feeling of of competing with your former self before I did that. And it was so eye-opening to find that. And I apply that to everything that, you know, when a challenge comes up, it's not it's not me versus them. It's v me versus me three months ago is, is kind of how I view it. And I don't think too far ahead or too far behind that. So it's, maybe it's like a good rule to, to think about with artwork too. And I love your, your short form video with uh, the trending audio. I feel like that's your groove that you've gotten into on your page. And that's what you primarily post. How did you decide to start posting that? Was that recent that gained you the followers or have you been trying that out for a long time and it's just now kind of uh, working for you? Uh, so I think sort of like the, the past few years, and I think now it's been catching on a little bit more than it has before. I think, uh, I think it was like in the, in the 
you know, winter Christmas time uh, of 2021, when one of my videos, I, you know, actually went sort of semi-viral for me. And I was, you know, I think I gained a few thousand followers and I was very surprised and excited. And um, so I think that sort of showed me, okay, like, you know, there can be some growth from this. And <laughs> I wasn't exactly just shouting into a void. Um, but um yeah i think i sort of honestly stumbled on it so what i used to do was uh i i take time lapses you know with this camera uh of all my painting process and um so what i used to do is i would i would take that time lapse and you know do my best to adapt it for instagram and it would usually sort of be like horizontal and not very you know not perfect for the you know the instagram format you know of a vertical video and stuff but so that would sort of be my approach to showing videos, um, you know, and so, uh, and those would kind of vary, but they never did super great. They never got me a lot of growth. Um, and then at some point I, I had seen enough videos of people sort of doing this sort of like POV painting process where, you know, they like have their phone and, you know, they'll, you know, just do short little clips of the painting process a little bit closer up. And, um, so I tried that with a, a commission that I was working on and then I, uh, and then I, you know, posted it as a reel. Um, and, uh, you know, that video, you know, went again, sort of semi-viral for me and got a lot more views than usual. And so I think that really transitioned me. I was like, okay, like this clearly is a thing. And, uh, I think at the time it was very apparent that Instagram was, you know, sort of copying TikTok and, wanting to keep up with the video format um and so that that sort of got me hooked on it and i was like okay like i think this is worth investing in um and so you know at the time i you know right now i i still like to try to just post photos of my work because um you know for artwork that's for at least for me i feel like that's the best way to sort of see it and really take it in but um yeah the doing the video format is definitely uh, taking up a lot of time as well. Um, and I try to dedicate a lot of time to it so that, um, you know, I can kind of continue to see the growth and, you know, just the, the goal is, you know, and I, I try not to forget the goal of I'm trying to get my out artwork out there and I, you know, whether or not I, I, I try not to be in the mindset of, Oh, I'm just going to follow trends and, you know, do challenges and stuff like that. I, I, the goal is to get my work out there and stay true to myself as much as I can on social media. And so, um, so that I try to always keep that in mind because I don't want to get sucked in down in the rabbit hole of all the other stuff, you know, that happens on, you know, Instagram or TikTok or, you know, anything like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I find that it's completely normal. If, if anyone has fallen into that, that, realm of trends and I've got to do this thing before Friday or else it's obsolete, all that stuff that it's okay. It's normal because that's what the app wants from us. It wants that constant engagement. It's, it's demanding all of our attention, but sometimes just writing it down of, of this is what I tend to do. This is how much time I want to spend on it. And this is my, my main like brand or artist statement pillars of what I want to say. And, you know, you're allowed to have fun with it too, but having it written down sometimes can just be really freeing because then, you know, you know, when you've crossed that line of, of thinking too much about it and trying to get into like the mind of the algorithm when it doesn't care about you, like 
you should take care of yourself and do this to share your work. And I see that you use uh, music a lot that are that might be trending or might just be on the the platform to put over your videos. Do you do you specifically um, pick an audio from TikTok or Instagram and then post it multiple places, or do you do you customize the audio to be for the platform? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, so I I have sort of done both. Um, I. So I think I'm in the mindset recently of, you know, I usually prioritize Instagram. Um, and so most things that I, you know, do on TikTok are sort of repurposed from Instagram. So sometimes I'll just, you know, save that video and then put it onto TikTok or I'll, you know, reconstruct it, but basically do the same thing. Um, and it, it is kind of funny because you'll see sort of different level, you know, different levels of performance, um, which which is kind of interesting. But um yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I usually prioritize, uh, you know, Instagram. So I'll, you know, I'll go through sort of Instagram reels and find, you know, audios, and, you know, songs, whatever that I like, and I'll save them and sort of, I'll have them all saved and sort of built up. And then, you know, when I'm in the mindset of making reels, I'll sit down and look through those and, you know, try to customize some videos for those audios that I liked. Um, and, uh, you know, for a little while, it was sort of the same thing with uh, TikTok, but I, I haven't quite been as active on TikTok lately. So, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, so you got to figure out where you want to, you know, dedicate your time and stuff. And so, but it's sort of, you know, for, for now, I've sort of been in the mindset of prioritizing Instagram. And then, you know, those videos, if I have the time, I will sort of repurpose them for TikTok. And, um, you know, that'll be my best effort at the moment. Yeah, that's a great that's a great way to do it. I say, you know, if you have help or if you have more time or if or if it's easy for you, maybe if you're posting less, you could, you know, use trending audio from both platforms and and be super specific like that. But you don't have to do that to to see success as long as you're seeing growth in a way that's that you think is a great amount for you and the the amount of time you're spending is good, then I say keep going and in, in doing what you're doing. I think that I I want to make a note because you reminded me of something that I want to to teach to all the other artists listening is when you are selecting uh, audio for your videos, make sure that you don't uh, go through videos on your for you page that are for artists. Don't just go through content that is insular, so artists looking at artists because that's what we're looking at. Probably that's what you're looking at. And pick things that are outside of that scope for the audio, because then it will reach people who have have a, more of a outside influence on you and don't nece- wouldn't necessarily find you because they're not artists. So that's just a note for anybody listening. That's a small thing that can make your work go much farther. So you can spend time painting and talking to clients and doing what you like to do. Um, so that's a great point. I really appreciate that that you found something that worked for you and you're not going to mess with it because it works. So keep doing what you're doing. I love it. And I love how you respond to almost every comment on your Instagram or your TikTok. You respond, you say something, you, you are genuinely interested in all these comments. How do you find the time and remember to do that so often? How do you do that? 
I, I think it's because I'm sort of, I'm still in that sort of small time creator mindset. I, I've always been very appreciative of any comments that I get because for years, you know, there was a time where I would get little to no comments or engagement. And so I think I'm still in that mindset where, you know, anytime, you know, someone takes the time to, you know, look at a post that I've made and comment on it and say something nice, I, I do really genuinely appreciate it. And so I, I want to, you know, do my best to acknowledge that. And, um, you know, so I, if I, you know, so if I like, if I do make a post and I'm like painting, I'm getting notifications from that post, you know, every so often I'll take a break and, you know, look through and try to respond to comments and, you know, um, uh, just, just show that I'm appreciative of people and engage with them. And, you know, sometimes you never know because sometimes you'll get, you know, a, a sort of generic comment of, you know, some emojis or, you know, like, oh, this is really pretty. And, you know, if you don't respond to it, you'll never know. But if you do, sometimes they'll be like, hey, is this piece available or are there prints of this available because you followed up? Um, and, you know, and then all of a sudden you you have a potential, you know, sale or a client or something. And so um, I always sort of look at like that, like there's always that opportunity to, you know, not only engage with people, but then there's also, you know, potential stuff that could come out of it. Um, so, you know, uh, you know, and again, it, it all kind of comes from a place of just genuine appreciation for <laughs> for any people that, you know, enjoy seeing my work or the content that I put out about my work. Yeah, I, I definitely saw that looking through what you post and it's kind of rare for someone once they get to that amount of views to to do that. So if if anyone else is struggling with that, please make a note in your phone. Sometimes what I do is I just like set a timer at 4.30 and I'll say, you know, respond to things, talk to people because some of those comments might not look like they're that interested they, they're not all going to say, is this available? Where can I purchase this? Those kinds of things. They're going to say something else because it's social media and that's how client generation works. That's how that's how artists have sales is uh, the first thing is just interest. And then you they learn more, they talk about you, maybe they follow you for a couple more weeks and then it happens. So that's the whole point of social media is is interacting with others and having a genuine interest in and their interest. And I love that you appreciate that so much because that's what, that's what it's all about. You know, it's, it's feeling like you are a part of something else and like other people can come along this, this journey with you, even if they never purchase something or, or you talk to them for a long time. It's, it's about having that support and it's something that we should not take for granted because, you know, a lot of people can get caught up in oh social media is bad in this way or they're apprehensive but it really is such a such a tool and it's so crazy that we can do that in in this like in this day and age to do that as artists is so is so crazy to me i get so excited thinking about all the people and all the artists like you who make things but without having a tool that works for them that works with how their mind works and how their workflow works that all those people wouldn't have seen it or or you wouldn't have been supported so i'm glad that that's working and i i noticed your that you had some conversations before about 
inherent flaws in, in humans and how we do our best to be better. And I want to know, how do you see that applying to social media? And do you think that social media can be a tool for us to improve ourselves as people? Do you see it as having that potential? Yeah, I I think I I do think of it as the way you're phrasing it like a tool. And so I don't think it's, you know, inherently good or bad. It's just the way that you use it. And um you know, un- unfortunately there are a lot of people that, you know, seek to use social media as a tool for, you know, negativity or personal gains at the other's expense and um, you know, that's always gonna, that's always gonna happen. And unfortunately, that's gonna be the case sometimes. But um, yeah, I, I think it's a very neutral tool that um, we can use to, you know, connect with other people and, uh, you know, meet people that you have never met before and, um, you know, create relationships and stuff. I, you know, I feel very lucky. There's a, you know, a really a great community of artists on, uh, you know, various platforms and stuff. And, I, you know, I feel really connected with a lot of people on Instagram and, um, you know, I like to, you know, we'll sort of check up on each other and like, I enjoy, you know, like there's a lot of sort of mutual, just, you know, asking for tips and, you know, uh, thoughts on things and just anything like that. Um, so I, I've been pretty open with, you know, asking for advice from other people and things like that. Um. But yeah, so I, I think it is a, a pretty good opportunity to, you know, connect with others and, um, you know, uh, an opportunity to show yourself uh, and present yourself to the world in, you know, hopefully an authentic way um, so that you can, you know, connect with others or if it can expand your business, you know, whatever. Um but uh, yeah, so it's a very interesting tool that we have these days and it's, um uh you know it's it, it's always changing and sort of shifting and so um it it does require a lot of us to kind of change and shift with it um and so you know if you're savvy to that then you know that can work for you but um you know sometimes i personally feel like my I, sometimes i do feel a little bit like outdated in the way that i do things sometimes but you know i do my best to to keep up uh you know with what's going on and again, with just that end goal of I'm trying to get my work out there. I'm trying to, you know, sort of spread the message through my artwork. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. And I, I feel like anyone who is struggling with thinking that they're not doing enough or they're not like, they don't know what to do. I just like take a moment and breathe because it works when you just focus on caring for yourself and being who you are. That's when, things kind of fall into place and it seems like it fell into place for you being artists on the internet are the best people they are the best community if you have strayed from artists tiktok or instagram please find your way back to it keep interacting because those people are the best they are so kind to each other and they're here to make other people feel less alone and i can tell by by the way that that artists interact with each other, that they're, we're here to help each other. And it's about making great things and enjoying what we do. And if you need a community, 
you should definitely reach out to Austin or me or just follow our pages because we'll we'll find a way for you to get back into that. I know some people, like my clients are like, where did the artist go on my figure page? It's it's It happens sometimes. Just got to find your way back. And how can people find you to work with you or follow you or see your work? Where, where would you like to send people? Uh, so a few different things. I, I usually send people to my website, uh, which is austinhowlett.com. Um, that's sort of a great starting point where that you could then find me on other socials, but, uh, you know, most anything else, you know, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, I'm Austin Howlett art. Um, same with YouTube as well. So, um, yeah, you know, anything, yeah, with, with my name in it, will should get you on the right path. But I, I like sending people to my website because I, I work a lot on it and I try to make it, uh, you know, very clean and succinct and, you know, easy to interact with and stuff. So, um, you know, from there, you can find me uh, other places as well. It's a great website. I, I really want everyone to go check it out. And it's H-O-W-L-E-T-T. Is that right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. That's, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for talking with me and explaining all these things. I know it feels daunting sometimes, but I really appreciate you telling us this because this is going to help a lot of people who just haven't growth or like haven't grown that much and gotten to that point so thank you so much yeah yeah absolutely and i do want to say you know it it honestly doesn't matter sort of the follower count that you have um it just you know what most matters is you know the the quality of the people that do follow you and if they engage with you and you know if uh, they enjoy your work and enjoy what you're doing Thank you for spending time with me today. You can submit questions and apply to be on the podcast or just chat with us on our Discord server by visiting me on Instagram or TikTok and searching for the name Hanala, H-A-N-N-A-L-A-H, and then clicking on the link in my bio. Please make sure to leave us a review. It helps me so much to connect with more brilliant artists and creatives. I can't wait to talk to you all again soon.